Live from the Tech Talk Studios hey. in the nation's capital and the heartland of America. It's Tech Talk. What's up, y'all? We are back. It's Tech Talk and Brad, man. We've been talking about this for three years. Actually, a conversation or multiple conversations with our friends at the bar turning into a podcast. Now we're actually doing it at the bar. You know, it's gone on for many years before that. We just, we would always decompress and talk and watch sports. Yeah. Uh, after conferences or between sessions. And people would just naturally migrate and start asking and would laugh and would have a good time. We'd probably drink too much, but we, we talked a ton about college sports and we still do that but tonight we're we're going back to the genesis of this entire project and it it carried us through covid you know we couldn't teach we had started teaching together a little bit we couldn't teach and we thought this is a cool thing to do and and jay thanks to your network we've had some amazing guests man uh your cadre and a group and and we've just had some national ranked guests We've taught CE classes yeah. uh, using the podcast, and it's just a fun way to learn. Uh, and, I, and I know we, we got a bunch of friends that are going to join us tonight in short segments, but introduce who we have tonight. I'm super excited, man. I love this dude. Scott Matoka. Yo. What's up, brother? Yo, yo. How are you, man? I've known you for probably as long as I've known Brad. We met at TRAC, which was the Theraband Research Advisory Committee. So it was a group of international clinical researchers that got together thanks to Phil Page and his amazing idea of creating evidence around interventions for patients who have musculoskeletal conditions. And he was a genius. And he brought us all together and he cultivated this amazing close group of people that still love each other to this day. And so I was fortunate enough to meet you. I think it might have been Cancun. It was Cancun. Yeah. Where we met. And it was epic. All the events of an epic. Yeah. And we've been friends ever since. So thank you so much for joining us tonight. Yeah, man. So so tell us tell us about your most favorite experiences. Your most and it's 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 okay, man. There's no filter. Your most favorite experiences with the chiropractic profession because you've had a lot of them yes i've I've had i've had a few uh probably there was one um i don't know if you're going to remember this but we uh remember we left one of the track meetings went off into a commune for a few years um kind of in and out you know and very experimental i don't know if you remember those days but uh lots of experimental you know, so as you went back and forth between the real world and the experimental world, the experimental world, Jay still lives. Nothing wrong with experimentation, you know, nothing wrong with that. I know. But over the years, I mean, we've talked a lot about just research and the kind of research that track did and how relevant it was and how meaningful it was. I think part of where we always sort of had our own connection was the goal, the goal of physical therapy and rehab, the goal of pain management was always just help people make people well, make people be able to live the kind of life they want to live, which is very cool. 
Yeah, I mean, our purpose was really, really strong, and we continue that purpose on, even though we're not doing track anymore, uh, we, we continue that purpose, and it's the connections that were built during that time will last a lifetime. Like, it's just a beautiful thing. So. Again, let's let's not be so conservative in our in our in our topics. Let's talk about some of the most, most memorable. memorable times. Yeah, come on, because we've had some good ones. Cindy Howard comes to mind. Cindy, yeah, Cindy does. <laughs> we've we've had many uh, wonderful anatomical uh, exploratory conversations. Um, you know, with, with along the lines of you know Cindy's uh, deep interest in and pelvic floors and other um, anatomical areas. Learned a lot from her about techniques that <laughs> can, can have good health parameters to them. Uh, so it's not just fun, it's also therapeutic and healthy. I mean, I think the fact that Cindy was able to share all of that stuff with us was just a great thing because it makes us better men. It does, and it helps you realize that uh, sex is also therapeutic and, and healthy besides like a shitload of fun. Yes, yes, absolutely, and fuck ton of fun as well, I'm just gonna say. Because, you know, Mike Rogers would be very happy that we're exploring those metrics. Yes, he would. Yes, he would. So for those of you that don't, don't know Mike Rogers, he is a PhD scientist out of Wichita State University and one of the most brilliant people that we've ever had the opportunity to hang out with and really, really cool dude. And he actually was able to identify the difference between ass ton, shit ton, and fuck ton, which is important because you need to understand the metrics of impact. So, you know, you gotta love, you gotta love Mike Rogers. But, um, you know, speaking of Cindy Howard, who literally just walked up because we were just talking about you know all the things that we've learned from you Cindy we did we just learned from Cindy you're fine you're next you're gonna be the next guest just don't go anywhere so, but but I think you know it, we laugh about it we're having fun with this right now but you know the idea around sexual health and Cindy's actually like created this whole panel around you know teaching sexual health at conferences which I think is really important first of all we have to be able to talk about it with our patients and and also in our own lives we have to be able to come to grips with like our own sexual desires our identities to be able to talk about sex all these things are really important for our own mental health and well-being so I love the fact that Cindy is actually bringing this to light and while we had a great time at Maggiano's that night drinking and having lots of laughs at the end of the day this is about us living our best lives and sex is part of it and we shouldn't be ashamed of it yes oh Parker Vegas was epic like literally epic loved Parker Vegas hey man love you brother great to see you thanks for stopping by all right thank you all right don't go anywhere we'll be right back so we all feel it rent or dining out, gasoline or movies. As a matter of fact, the dollar is not going as far for a whole host of reasons. And it's impacting everybody regardless of your financial situation. Did you know that 38% of the overall population is having to reconsider how they're spending their money just to afford the healthcare they need? And if you break it down further, 26% have actually delayed the healthcare that they need, including going to see you the chiropractor. So here's what we need to know about the breakdown in demographics. You would think that someone who's making $120,000 or more would be continuing their care right now, but the actual number is 18% 
18% of that group is actually putting off healthcare. And that's a group of people making six figures. When you take that same information all the way down to a group making 40,000, that number's much higher. It's closer to 40%. So it's never been more important than now to make sure you've made it easy for your patients to come see you, that you have choices for them, and you understand what they're going through at home. We wanna make sure your practice thrives during this time, and we encourage you to learn about what Cairo Health USA can do for you and your practice and making it easy for patients to see you and continue care. Call us at 888-719-9990 or visit us online at CairoHealthUSA.com. Your weekly dose of talk. Get ready. With the data jocks of talk. Well, welcome back. We're at the Florida Chiropractic Association today, broadcasting live with some great guests, our friends over time that have been part of building Tech Talk uh, for Jay and I, part of the, the folks that really have built up the chiropractic profession for now and going forward into the future. And we've got a guest now that stepped up to the mic that's one of our, one of our largest listening guests. All-time best. All-time best. Cindy, we were just talking about we need to bring in every other week a small segment of Sex with Cindy. Why every other week? We should be having sex more than once a week. You think that the subject matter of Sex with Cindy is a good deal for a weekly topic? I do. I think that sex is an extremely important talk. To- oh, my God. Topic. It's been a long day with low blood sugar. <laughs> So appropriate. So appropriate. I did. You liked it. Yes, we're talking about sex, Lisa. You get on next. <laughs> All right, guys, come on. I'm not like 30 shades of red. But, Cindy, you have been, you have the last couple of years been talking about, you've been having a seminar here, uh, a classes teaching about sex and, and how, yeah, everywhere, but how sex is important as a healthcare provider. Uh, tell me a little bit about that and how that, your feelings about why that's an important topic. Yeah, no, and thank you. And all, all seriousness, like being brought forward here, it, it, it's an important topic for a couple of reasons. One, because it, it's part of health, right? Sexual health is part of health care. Um, sex can be a very important part of your relationship, whether it's with other people or yourself. And quite frankly, most people are extremely uncomfortable talking about it. I am, though. I'm listening, so keep going. This is important. This is actually really important. Yeah, I am. I'm listening. I'm listening. So we want to bring awareness. He's not paying any attention to me, doctor. Okay. He's... <laughs> no, it's, it's... No, and thank you. It's It's... It's a topic that is important, and the problem is is because we don't feel comfortable discussing it, we don't, right? And then we get misinformation, poor information, we're not achieving the goals that we want in good sexual health. And it really, it's, it, it's an amazing component of healthcare that we need to address. So we're, we're trying to broaden that awareness where people will say the words, have the conversation, and be very open about it. And if we're not talking about it, then it affects our relationships adversely. And I, I, I've experienced that myself. And I know, I know how difficult and painful that can be. So this is real stuff. Like anybody can make jokes about it. And we're making jokes with, you know, with Scott. And we love Scott. And we had a great time at Majanos a couple of years ago. But, but Cindy, I think what you're doing is you're blazing a trail for us 
um, to bring this important sexual health information to our profession so they can bring it to our patients and, and even to themselves. And I think what you're doing is amazing, really important, and I, and I just have so much respect for you bringing this to light. Thanks. Yeah, it's, you know, and, and, and it comes back, I mean, I'd love to tell you as physicians, right, this is a topic we discuss every day and probably can if we're asking the right questions. But even you just mentioned on the lay side, you know, for people in relationships, you know, it seems like a lot of times we can be very transparent with each other, except in this topic. And when you're in a relationship with somebody, whether it's friendship, love, professional, why can't we also cross that boundary to have that piece of communication without judgment? And unfortunately, the judgment exists. It's got to be an issue that every couple has had issues with over time. I mean, it, are there very many relationships that don't have a sexual issue or sexual dysfunction at some point in time in the marriage? Well, I think it's like anything else, right? You're with somebody long enough, there's always challenges, right? But if the communication piece is there, then that challenge really becomes an opportunity to work through that and to meet each other's needs because not everybody's needs occur at the exact same time, right, in life, or they do change that is valid. And if we don't ask for what we need or communicate about what we need, then you set really your partner and yourself up for failure. And, and, and again, I mean partner, whether it's spouse, you know, or professional partner as well. Uh, yeah, I love you so much. I really do. I really do. Like, I, I just feel like you are helping so many people by bringing this to light. And I, I just want to thank you for doing that. No, and, th and thanks for allowing the opportunity for us to have the conversation, right? The real raw, honest, open conversation about it, regardless of how red we turn when we have the conversation, right? We got to have it. So, Cindy, tell us where you're going to be. Where are you going to be speaking? I know we're going to, all, all three of us and, and more of our friends are going to be in Alaska, which is going to be fucking epic. But, like, tell everybody where you're going to be speaking. Yeah, so we're finishing here at Florida Chiropractic Association. I'll be in Utah in September. I will be in Alaska. Then I'm back at the Florida Chiropractic Association. And then at the end of the year for pro sport in Vegas, baby. So Nice. Yeah, and that, that's going to round out my year. Next year, it's going to be really fun. You know, some new, fresh places. Plus, and I think you know this, Jay, because you're actually in the book. Um, the book that I have completed that is in the works of being published is going to come out really May 9th. So there'll be a whole circuit where I'm going to run around the country talking about all this fun stuff, and I'll get to sign an autograph or two for you. I cannot wait. That is great. Be sure to save me a copy of that. And but and before you leave, I want to say personally thank you. Cindy and Jay both helped me. I recently had a knee replacement, and uh, I had a couple of a couple of weeks there that I was really struggling. These two people, best friends, I love them to pieces, came to my rescue. Cindy sent me supplements in the mail in a couple of days and got me through that point. So, guys, thank you very much for helping me get through that. I'm better. I'm traveling. And I couldn't have done it without you two. So thank you very much. We love you, brother. We love you. Oh, you're welcome. All right, guys. Cindy, thank you very much. My pleasure. Have fun. Listen to the future of healthcare with the data jocks of talk. It's Tech Talk. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Jay Greenstein. This is Jay Greenstein. With me today is Dr. Jay Greenstein. Dr. Jay Greenstein. The world around us and healthcare specifically is changing at an exponential pace. Chiropractic is perfectly positioned like we have never been right now today to be more successful and to be more impactful 
for the communities and patients that we serve. There are all sorts of evidence-based guidelines that, that support the use of non-pharmacological approaches. But what I want America to know is that health doesn't come from a pill. It's our responsibility as healthcare providers to educate the community about the evidence that exists. We really need to have a private practice app, something that will help us engage with our patients in ways that they've never experienced before. The intersection of technology and quality care is where the future of healthcare is at, and I'm really excited to bring that forward in the future. Stop. Follow. 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 Hit that follow button and spread the love with Tech Talk. Welcome to Infinity. We have worked hard to create an electronic claims website that is simple and user-friendly. This is the public side. You can log into your personal web portal here. This is your dashboard. You can personalize it to your liking here. Our main focus has been to allow you to submit and edit claims as easy as possible. You will find our claims editor and claims processing is simple to use and straightforward. Our quick action bar is where you can find your most important information. Most of these icons will take you directly to the claims the number represents. You can easily view if you have any messages in your inbox of any unread alerts by looking for these blue numbers. To view the rest of our training videos to get the most of your Infinity experience, click this icon. We hope you find this web portal simple and easy to use. Thanks for letting us serve you. Come on! And the data dock of talk is Tech Talk. Yeah, we're we're here. I want to do a shout out quickly to the Florida Chiropractic Association again. I cannot say enough about those ladies uh, that put this on and are, are hosting us here at the Rocks Bar in or, or, uh, Orlando, Florida, uh, where it sort of all began. So, Jay, we we've got a lot of friends waiting around to to, to get on mic. We do. We got a we got a waiting list, bro. Yeah. Yeah, to get on mic and be a part of that, and uh, that's what tonight's all about. We're going to run this till 7.30 and uh, talk to as many of our friends as we can in the deal. So, introduce our next guest. I'm super excited. This is Dr. Glenn Jaffe, past president of the North Carolina Chiropractic Association. We've become good friends. We met at Cairo Congress several years ago. You are a leader in this profession. You do so much for your state and also for all of us nationally. So thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us, brother. I, I really want to know, like, what are you most excited about uh, about chiropractic right now? Well, thank you. I tell you, this strategic plan, the future of chiropractic strategic plan is really exciting. I'm, I'm just, I can't wait until this country gets to be to the point where we can ask the question of, uh, you know, who's your chiropractor? And every single person will have an answer to that. And, and you know, it'll be, everybody will have one be more than going to your PCP, you'll be everybody has a chiropractor and that's going to be the biggest thing. And this plan is going to help push so many people into so many different chiropractic offices. And it, you know, it doesn't matter what flavor of chiropractic you like to have in your office. There's going to be somebody out there who is going to be attracted to that and is going to be need, needing you. So this plan is really going to put that forward and I'm just very excited. You know, I asked Michelle Myers earlier about it. I, as, a, as an outsider, a non-chiropractic, I've been watching 
I've been involved in chiropractic for the last 22 years, but really more aggressive in the last 15 years. But I asked Michelle, have you seen a change in the last two years? Have you seen the, being part of the co-chair with Jay on the consortium part of the strategic plan, I've actually seen the chiros involved deep today that I've never seen before. You know, I remember back in the days asking them, just process your claims electronically. Don't do it on paper anymore. We're trying to capture that data. And here, Jay and I and our committee are talking about finally building a data warehouse. That's one-on-one data that researchers in the chiropractic industry can step up and use to no longer be anecdotal, but to be evidence-based information about what's happening in chiropractic. Do you see those same changes happening? Oh, absolutely. And, and then, you know, just in my office, I could speak over the, the last two and a half years with everything that's been going on. I, I have grown so much and, and other offices that I know have seen the same thing and people are taking their health so much more seriously. And, you know, this one of the, the byproducts of this pandemic that we've just gotten through is that people are starting to prioritize health. And now that we have more patients going through our offices, going through the system, we have this data you guys are talking about and be able to take you know, an example, like you guys know, you have a certain diagnosis code and, you know, the patient is seen so many times and then you extrapolate that out over how many patients are in a particular office and then you take it over to the course of geographically how many practices in that area and that state and those payers and, and it helps us to strategize our, our, our arrow as a profession of what we need to do, where do we need to put our attention, where do we need to build technology, where do we need to build bridges to help us continue to help more people. And the more people we can help, the better this profession gets, which means we can help more people and the better this profession gets. And it, it's that cycle that needs to continue to spin. And, and you know, I'm the age of, you know, I'm 45 years old right now. When I graduated from college, I got my first cell phone. When I got to college as a freshman, that's when like the internet really started to take off in 1995. And we were the first incoming class that had email addresses. So our profession is still lagging behind understanding how you guys can help us to leverage this technology in a way that, that you know, is so important. And the, the rank and file, unfortunately, doesn't understand that sometimes. And you guys are helping me. Yeah. We're going to get in there, bro. We're going to get in there. The one thing that we've we've learned and heard over and over with, like Katie Pullman and uh, uh, some of the, uh, Heidi, I'm sorry, uh, some of the other groups that are really the hardcore researchers in this profession, they don't have access to the real data. And if so, they got to statistically fluff it up. We're talking about a database and a data warehouse really is the correct word that the profession owns, not any individual corporation, but the profession owns that is one-on-one direct data evidence of a treatment. And for the first time, I believe ever, they'll be able to do true academic level research that they've not been able to do at that kind of level ever before. Yeah. You know, some people don't understand the, the, the leverage that is available with technology and data like you guys have. And, and I think everybody can understand who's listening to this podcast, if you paid attention to sports ever, analytics have been around sports forever. And baseball, obviously, is the easy exa- example with sabermetrics and batting averages and fielding percentages. But in the numbers and the stats that they use now are, like, mind-blowing. And even in football and every other sport... Why can't we as a profession figure out, hey, if it works for them and they're using it as a strength, we have all this data, like you said, let's figure out, first of all, we need to tell the doctors in the offices, this is really important. If they don't even know that it's important and that it's okay to share, 
you know, then, then that's the first step. And then we can take this information and just really, you know, craft it in a way that helps us with that message. Amen, brother. So, so before we, uh, before we have to get to our next break, I just really want to know about what your experience has been. I want you to share your experience, how you felt about being one of the leaders in the profession. You know, what does that feel like for you? What has it meant to your life? What has it meant to your, to your professional experience? Like, I just, I want you to share that. Sure. Um, I don't know that anybody goes into these kinds of jobs or positions with the aspirations of becoming a better person, but I realized that as I got into this more and the more smarter people around uh, me that I spent time with and learning from and, and, and growing and realizing that I did have this, I, guess, I don't want to be humble about it, but at the same time, you know, I have a gift for leadership, I think, and I, I enjoy being in a position to be able to affect change on a bigger scale than I can just do individually in my office. And to take my experience in my office, leading my patients and my family, and taking that and turning it around and having this opportunity to, to, to do this to the profession that I have decided to you know, devote my adult life to is, is really fulfilling. And I think, you know, I've learned a lot from a lot of smart people. One of the things that Tony Robbins espouses that I've learned is that success without fulfillment doesn't really do anything for you. And you know, we've been able to do things in the time that I was an association president in North Carolina, and it was fulfilling. We were able to make impact and make changes, and you can feel the tangibleness of those changes in your emotions, in my heart, and, and it, it just feels good, and you can see smiles, and you can see people change. And that, for me, is, is I think, the biggest thing. And then to realize that we're doing this in chiropractic, we can help people live a better life. And I look at this as if I can continue to do this, I can help more doctors and more CAs and more offices help more people have a better life. And that's really what it's all about is service. And then we have an amazing gift in chiropractic to serve people. And then for me, that's what leadership is, is service. I love it, brother. Inspirational, my friend. Thank you so much for spending time with us tonight. Great to see you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Dude, that was awesome. From Dr. J. Greenstein, I'm Brad Cost. Have a good day. See y'all. Your weekly dose of talk. Get ready. With the data jocks of talk. It's Tech Talk.